It's Tuesday of Holy Week. Welcome to today's Lentcast. This is Father John Solstor. We continue our spiritual pilgrimage to the Roman stations now by gathering at Santa Maria in Portico. The original church of that name stood a couple hundred yards from the present place called Santa Maria in Portico in Campitelli. The portico was of a house of a certain Galla, a wealthy woman who turned her house into a hospice for the poor dedicated to the Mother of God. The station today is Santa Prisca on the Aventine Hill. The identity of St. Prisca is uncertain. One tradition claims that she is identical with Priscilla, who is mentioned in the New Testament, Another, that she was the daughter of Aquila and Priscilla. Acts 18 says that when Paul was in Corinth, he stayed with Aquila and Priscilla, Jewish Christians exiled from Rome. He was with them again in Ephesus after they moved. They returned to Rome at some point, and Paul sends his greetings to them there in Romans 16. Their tradition claims that today's station church was their house. It could be, however, that Prisca was a 13-year-old of noble birth baptized by Peter, and who was sent to the lions. Pious legend says that the lions just licked her feet, so they cut off her head. No private house has been found beneath the church, but they did find a shrine to Mithras. From the Sacramentary by Blessed Ildefonso Schuster. The Gospel for today's Mass was originally the narrative from John of the washing of the feet, afterwards reserved for Monday Thursday. It was only in later times that the story of the Passion of our Lord, according to St. Mark, was introduced into the stational liturgy of today. According to the exegetes of the New Testament, the young man here mentioned, who was suddenly aroused by the uproar caused by the capture of Jesus, and who followed in the crowd clad only in a linen cloth, is in all probability Mark, the actual writer of this gospel, who, although he does not name himself openly, reveals his identity as its author by various signs. All the particulars of the story coincide in favor of Mark and give a natural explanation to this incident. Mark lived with his mother in Jerusalem, evidently in the less frequented part of the city, and for this reason his house was used by the first disciples as a place of meeting. When Jesus passed before the house, the youth was already in bed, and in accordance with the usual custom of Palestine, having laid aside his clothes, had wrapped himself in a large sheet, which, in this instance, was as usual among the wealthier classes, was woven from the finest linen. At the noise of the multitude, the young man awakes, and, hearing that Jesus was being led away captive, rushes out of the house, just as he is, and accosts the soldiers, possibly making use of threats. Some of them, having had a proof at Gethsemane that the disciples of the Nazarene could use arms if need be, attempted to seize him, but the young man, leaving the sheet in their hands, fled away naked. St. Gregory admonishes us that he who would escape the assaults of the devil must first strip himself internally as the athletes stripped themselves outwardly before entering the circus. Satan must not be able to get a hold of us by any of our affections, and we must be willing to abandon freely to him all our worldly desires, so that we may rescue our souls from his clutches. (laughs) 
Here is another brief taste of a new recording of the magnificent Tenebrae responses, recorded by the Benedictines of Mary, Queen of Apostles, in the Abbey of Gower in Missouri. You've heard them in these podcasts over the last 11 years, and here is their newest effort. 